If you have kids in the room with you, if you will, just join hands as a family with the kids you have with you, if you can. (laughs) Some of those hands are pretty small. Let's just declare this together on family day. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Oh, what a good day. Y'all can be seated. We love Family Day. We're thankful that you brought your kids. I realize they may jump the pews today, under the pews, over the pews. Security team, relax. It's all good. It's Family Day at RCC, and we love having the kids out here with us. We love having the kids out here with us. (laughs) We want the kids to know we love having them out here with us. The kids have their own set of notes. That way they can take it home and put it into practice. Uh, I want to recommend a book to the parents, grandparents, guardians uh, that are in the room. It is, oddly enough, called The B Word. The B Word. (laughs) Don't fill in that blank. The Purpose and Power of the Blessing by Robert Strand. The B Word, The Purpose and Power of the Blessing by Robert Strand. A lot of what we're talking about today was um, birthed in me when this book was given to me. I was looking, um, oh my goodness, I think it was 2011 maybe. I don't know, it was given to me as a gift by Bill Ladd, who's gone on to heaven now. But I cherish this book, it's excellent. And I encourage you to get it, especially if today's message hits home with you. Well, how many parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, guardians want their kids to live blessed by God. All right. How many kids in the room, kids, this is your question, how many kids in the room want the grown-ups in their life to live a more blessed life by God? We want, you want your parents hap- happier? Living better lives? Living godly lives? That's good because that's what we're going to learn how to do today. We're going to learn something that we can do. We're not responsible for the grown-ups in our lives, but we can help God out. Did you know God likes to partner with you? He wants you on his team. He'll do the work, but there's a few things that you can do to help him out. And that's what we're going to talk about today. In the Old Testament, there's, there's a book called Numbers. But it's not just full of numbers, okay? It's, it's got words in it. And in Numbers 6, verse 22, uh, Moses, God's talking to Moses. Anybody remember Moses, you know, split the Red Sea, manna comes from heaven, all that stuff. You remember who Moses is? Well, God's talking to Moses, and he says, Tell Aaron, who was the preacher, okay, and his sons, that they are to give a special blessing to the people. King James Version says, tell Aaron and his sons that they're supposed to speak. They're supposed to use words to give a special blessing to people. Did you know we can bless people with our words? In fact, the Bible says that there can be life 
in our words or there can be death in our words. Ooh, does that make words powerful? Yes, yes it does. So he said, tell them to speak this special blessing to the people. This is what he told them to say. The Lord bless you and the Lord protect you. May the Lord's face be radiant with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you. May he show you his favor and give you his peace. This is how Aaron and his sons shall call down my blessings upon the people and I myself will personally bless them, God said. God said, if you'll say these words to people, God said, I will personally bless them. Whew. We want to talk about I am a blessing and I am a blesser. I am a blessing. Sometimes your parents may say this to you. I hope they do. You are a blessing. The scripture says that you are. It says that children are a gift from God. And if your parents have never told you that, I want to tell you that this morning. Kids, you are a gift from God. And because he's blessed you, it's made you able to bless other people. And that means use your words in the right way to be a blessing. In your notes, kiddos, I gave you the definition of a blessing. It's words that paint a picture in somebody else's mind that helps them to see who God created them to be. It's words that you speak to somebody that paints a picture in their mind that helps them to see who God created them to be. Blessing is a good word. When God first made man and woman, who can tell me the name of the first man that God created? Kids. <laughs> Adam. And what was the first woman's name that God created? Eve. So this is found in the book of Genesis, the very first book in the Bible. And you know what he did right after he made them? The scripture said as soon as God made them, he blessed them. You know how he blessed them? He said something to them. And what he said to them told them who they were to be and what they were to do. So when we bless our children, adults, we're telling them who they are and what they are to do. And the world really wants to get that wrong and wants us to talk down to people. Wants us to be critical of people. Wants us to find everything that's wrong in people. Wants us to say what we see people as. But the blessing tells people what God sees them as. So is it a blessing when we tell people that they are ugly or that they're fat or that they're lazy? No. We want to tell people what God says about people. And we want to paint those pictures in their minds that shows them who they can be because of who God made them to be. Sometimes people's actions are wrong. Anybody ever had a good kid on the playground? They're a good kid, but they did a wrong thing. 
Well, we don't want to concentrate on the wrong thing. We want to help them to be who God made them to be. Then there was this man named Noah. Who can tell me? Let's see, Noah built something um, big. The ark. Noah built the ark. And God put Noah and his family on this ark and a whole bunch of animals. And they went until the flood water came down. And then they stepped out of the ark. They were so glad they got to touch. I mean, a cruise is nice, y'all, but not too long of a cruise with a bunch of animals. Okay? That's a lot of pooper scooper going on right there. So they finally get to get out. They get their feet on dry land. And you know the first thing God does? He blessed them. You know how he blessed them? With his words. God spoke a blessing on them. He told them who they were, what they were to do. That's found in Genesis 9. It's in your notes. Then in Genesis 12, this one's super cool. Who remembers a guy named Abraham? Anybody remember Abraham? Abraham was very special to God, just like you're very special to God. And God blessed Abraham. But this time he said something kind of different. He blessed him. He spoke words to him. But then he said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. And you are going to be a blessing. So now it's not just God blessing someone. God's saying, Nora, I blessed you. Now, Nora, you are a blessing. Did you know God has all kinds of words in the Bible for you, about you, who you are to him? what you? He says that you're the light of the world. He said you're a gift, that you're a reward to your parents. And now that he's blessed you with his words, you're capable of blessing other people with words, no matter how they act. This is what Christians do. This is what we're learning how to do. God wants you to become a blesser because you are his blessing. And he wants you to use your words to paint a picture in the minds of other people to help them see who God created them to be. And we're not going to keep you long today, right? Because we got food waiting out there and a whole lot of games. But this is an important message. Jesus. Anybody know anything about Jesus? Yes. Jesus did so many amazing and special things. And there was this one day that Jesus was doing amazing things, and all of these parents started bringing their children up to Jesus, and they were, you know, bless my baby. Bless my little boy. Bless my little girl. And Jesus' followers that were going around the towns with him said, get back, leave him alone. He's doing special things. He's busy right now. And it did not go over well with Jesus. And he said, you wait a minute. And you let kids come to me. That's how important kids are to Jesus. That's how important they are to God. He told those adults, Back off. And that's, that's why even when Pastor Susan's up here talking to a big person, you can wait. 
But if you can't wait to talk to me, I will stop talking to the big person and I will talk to you. Because kids are just that important in the kingdom of God. In fact, he told us big people, if we didn't receive him like kids do, we wouldn't see the blessings of the kingdom. He wants us to be like you. And sometimes kids think God wants us to be like adults. No, he wants the adults in the room to be just like you. Because your hearts are beautiful to Him. They're pure to Him. And you set an example for us. And we need to learn from you. And so this morning, we we bless you. But I want you to see what Jesus did. It's found in Mark chapter 10. That's in the New Testament. People brought children to Jesus for Him to place His hands on them. But the disciples scolded the people. And when Jesus noticed this, he was angry and he said to his disciples, You let the children come to me and you do not stop them because the kingdom of God belongs to the children. I'm talking about God. (laughs) Made Adam and Eve, created the universe, put the stars in the sky, put the moon ball up there as Jordan would say. He says... That the kingdom is made up of people who will be like you. And he said, I assure you, Jesus said, I assure you that whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And then he took, this is Jesus, then he took the children in his arms. He placed his hands on each of them and he blessed them. You know what Jesus did when he had those kids in his arms? He said to them who they were to him. Who they were to the Father God. And honestly, adults in the room, every one of us is one of those little kids wanting to hear the blessing. Every one of us needs to hear what God has to say about us. And so I've asked the worship team to come back wherever they might be. In the room. And we're not done. Okay? We're not done. But they have a very special song called The Blessing. And they're going to sing it to you. They're going to... In fact, I don't care if y'all take your microphones and move. They're going to they're gonna speak the blessing over you kids. They're going to sing that, that verse from number 6. You're going to recognize the words that we read about God's face shining on us and, and His peace. They're going to sing it for you. Parents, we're not done. Next week, when the kids are upstairs in children's church, we're going to go further. It's just time for our words to be God's words over our children. It's time that we not say what they're doing, but that we speak how God sees them. Because it's a seed. Our words are a seed, and you don't say what you don't want to grow. You can say, hey, go clean up your room. But you don't have to say, you are the messiest child I've ever seen in my life. I dread to see the day when you grow up and have your own house because it is a pigsty in here. I'm just going to shut the door. 
Now, granted, I have shut the door on a kid or two's room, okay? I'm just saying. But your words are seeds. What do you want to grow? So as the crew sings this, we're not done. I'll get back up here when they get done. But let's just stand together as a family. And, and kids, I also want you to note that the people in this room that aren't even your family are for you. We believe in you. We believe that the gifts and the talents, even if it's football, I see you. Even if it's football, all gifts, talents, and abilities, all beauty is placed in you. All intelligence is placed in you by God Almighty. Believe it or not, your beauty did not just come from your parents. God saw you as beautiful. Guys, God saw you as well able. That you could do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That you, you are smart. In fact, the scripture says that you have the mind of Christ. And His, His Word in you can produce an intelligence that your parents' genes couldn't produce. And with God, all things are possible to him that believes. So any inabilities that you might have in your flesh can be overcome because you believe in the mighty God. That's the blessing. Amen? Whew, so be it. That word amen, kiddos, that means let it be. When those little kids are worshiping, whoo. Thank you, Lord. Look, there's nothing like your kids hearing you worship. Can I be harsh on the grown-ups right here? I don't care how much stinking pride you have. It's time to lose it if you want your kids to live in this generation. was not my fleshly nature nor was it anybody else's to humble ourselves under a mighty God lift our hands or dance before him to speak in tongues to pray in an unknown language those were not those didn't just happen weeds, weeds naturally come up But our kids need a strength that nothing in this world can give them but spirituality. And you are their example. So for the kids to come out with us to big church is for them to experience you experiencing God. By example. And I want to thank you for bringing your children today. For bringing them in here with us. How beautiful. I'm going to ask the kids, if you liked that song that we just did called The Blessing, to ask your parent to put that song on their phone. And when they pick you up from school or at bath time, Let's, let's, let's take the month of October and, and hear this song every day. 
Can we do that? If you've got infants, dad, you've got a newborn, their spirits are receptive. I mean, my goodness, if atmosphere affects a plant or a dog, oh, dogs are so sensitive. They know. What about babies? Let's, let's, let's make it a purpose of ours. This is going to change us, grown-ups. It's going to make us aware of the blessing. And, and not just that we're to bless our kids, but if we can't bless our kids if we haven't received that God's blessed us. We are a blessing, and now we are. We were blessed, and now we are a blessing. So, grown-ups, I think we need this song just as much as the kids do. Y'all, y'all can be seated for a moment. Kids, in your notes, I have a place for you to write down good things. Uh, I think adults, in your notes, if you scan the QR code uh, at the entryways, you have notes. I, I put uh, word paint. <laughs> word paint. You know, some people weren't talked too good as kids. Some grown-ups were not talked too good as kids, and therefore they don't really have in them what they need to speak. So I put word paint at the bottom. These are simple things you can say into children's lives, not just your children, but coaches. And, you know, we have so much influence where children are concerned. Word paint that you can use to paint in their minds. That's in your notes, not in the kids. But on the kids page, I I put good things or blessings that I can say to paint a good picture in my mind of my mom, my dad, my brothers and sisters, that can be a tough one sometimes, but you can do it. My teacher, people at school. And then the last one says, what would you like your grown-ups to say about you? I would like for you to write down what you want your grown, the grown-ups in your life to say about you. What you want them to say about you. Because sometimes grown-ups need, a, need help. There ought to be a grown-up that said amen right there. Sometimes grown-up needs help. And we want to say what you need. And so you can be honest there. And grown-ups, they don't get in trouble for writing what they write. Or we'll come to the office. (laughs) What do you want your grown-ups to say over you? And grown-ups, let's do it. And we want to do it, don't we? As we prepare for picnic, this is family day, which means you don't ditch your kids. Watch your kids. Play with your kids. Be with your kids. For safety's sake and for bonding moments. You know, life is busy. We're running to ball fields, back and forth, to practices, dance lessons, you name it fighting lessons for some people. I don't know. (laughs) So we need to take this time. Father, I thank you for the families that are represented in this room, whether they're a family of one or a family of 12. Father, you have blessed. You, You put a light in every single person that was born. And what happened to them after that that may have dimmed that light? Father, we call that light back up. Because you cannot curse what God has blessed. 
That's what you said in your word. So, Father, we receive these words of blessings from you this morning, no matter our age, whether we're big kids or whether we're little kids. You have blessed us and you have enabled us to be a blessing. And we thank you for this food. We thank you that the food is blessed to the nourishment of our body and the fellowship and time together with our friends and with our church family and our family. It is blessed. Protect us all and help us to be aware to be a blessing while we're out there. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.